I'm asking all of my listeners, my proud supporters of our courageous men and women in blue to join me and express your unwavering appreciation for law enforcement. Thin Blue Line USA has stylish apparel, great accessories that make a statement and flags that fly with pride. They've got everything you need to show your support for law enforcement. Go to ThinBlueLineUSA.com and shop a wide selection of products to show up your patriotism. Use code SID and get 15% off. Stand with me, Sid, and stand with WABC as we honor those who protect and serve. ThinBlueLineUSA.com. Once again, use the code word SID. Even before then, I fell in love with Rudy Giuliani because he showed just a brass set of balls, putting away not one, not two, not three, not four, but all five, all five heads of the crime families in one shot. This guy has made a career, a career out of showing everybody what bravery and courage really is. And he continues to do it 3 o'clock every weekday afternoon right here on our station. And now his son, Andrew, who kicked ass in Whitestone last night, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. With that said, here he is, my friend Rudy Giuliani. Mr. Mayor, good morning. How are you, pal? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. How how, how are you, Sid? I'm doing great. It's great to have You're you. You're looking great. Uh, <laughs> You're you looking wa- great. I saw a great picture of you yesterday in the studio. You look terrific. Oh, my God. You look, like, you. You get, you, you look like you're getting ready for one of those uh, waitlist contests, you know, uh, <laughs> You know, wow. you know, I, I have put on quite a bit of muscle, and I have to tell you, Rudy, I'm asked all the time, Sid, what happened? You know, the people who knew me from FAN years ago, I was really skinny, no muscle. And what happened to me was this thing, it's called midlife crisis, and I went nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I went nuts. Well, looks good. It looks good. Thank you. Thank you, Rudy. Talking about looking good, what doesn't look good is the future of this city, and we talk about it all oh. day. John Katsimatidis was on this show about an hour and a half ago talking about how his stores are in trouble. Down in the village, there's Gristides. They rob him every single day. They, they take stuff out of the, out of the, the supermarket. It's very, I yeah, I, I mean, Rudy, it's very simple. Is there any reason to believe things are going to get any better anytime soon in our beloved city? Mm, honestly? I, I haven't seen any action yet. Uh, I've heard the words. The one action taken was almost ludicrous when Adams uh, put those the officers back in plain clothes. That was my old anti-crime unit. And then he took them out of plain clothes by identifying them. So I, I, I don't know what he was thinking. The whole idea of, <laughs> I mean, it's almost silly, uh, but too sad to laugh. The whole idea of being in plain clothes is so you don't know the person's a police officer. Right. I but mean, that, that, you know, right. that might be that might create problems in social relations with the community. So police officers have to be identified. Hey, Rudy, do you do so, you get along with Eric Adams? Because he actually used that word, which he used to describe Curtis Sleva as well. When he talked about returning this city to the David Dinkins days, who in God's name wants this city back in the David Dinkins days? And he said, well, Rudy Giuliani's tactics were racist. Does he talk to you? Talk to him? Did he, did he, re- did he really say that? I swear to God. My tactics were racist. Well, yes. Here's the difference between Adams and me. I saved black lives. And so far, he's costing black lives. So uh, I'm the mayor who saved more black lives than any mayor in the history of the city. When I came into office, there were 
Well, Dinkins averaged 2,000 murders a year. The idea that he reduced murder in his last year is a, is a farce. It went up. <laughs> you know, they love to say, oh, Dinkins started the reduction in crime. He got a reduction the year before. Then the year, be- then the year I came into office, I, I inherited a, uh, uh, an increase in murder. So murder was going up when I came in. Uh, I, the, he was averaging 2,000 murders a year. When I left, we were, we were down to closer to 500. So I eliminated 1,500 murders. Right now we're at 500, and we're terribly upset. When I came into office, uh, Dinkins left us at 2,000. I mean, he was getting keep people killed left and right. Yep. He had two major riots, including a pogrom in Brooklyn, sparked by Al Sharpton, by the way, who, you know, made a very sensible comment the other day of you know, being attacked. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> this place has t- turned into Looney Tunes. I mean, Sharpton points out that, uh, that Sharpton, I mean, Sharpton points out the city is really a wreck. It's te- things are terrible. Everything is even locked up in his uh, in his uh, drugstore when he goes to buy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then Hannah Jones, Miss 1619, who makes up history, attacks him. Yeah, yeah. And says crime is no big deal. <laughs> people have been stealing forever. That's true. That's why we've had to put people in jail. Uh, listen, uh, when Al Sharpton is the voice of common sense, Rudy, to your point. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He is. He's the hero. I mean, he is, he's the he's hero. The hero. Of the right wing now. Well, but listen, he's tired of it, too. He can't buy his toothpaste. And, yes, Eric Adams did say that exact word, racist, about your tactics. But I would imagine, I mean, if you were the mayor today, and uh, Alvin Bragg, for example, I know he's saying all the right things now. He's done a complete 180 because he's scared to death. Everybody hates his guts, let's be honest. But if you were mayor and this Manhattan DA came into office and said, basically, I'm not going to arrest anybody unless you kill or rape somebody, yeah, yeah, how would that would guy? Him. It would have it would have taken a day. I would have visited the I would have visited the governor. I'd have said, Governor, you want to get reelected? That's Hochul, and she would say yes, and I would say, Well, you get this guy around, he's, you're not going to get reelected. And she'd say, Why? I'd say the first time one of his cases goes wrong, I'm going to tell people, You're the reason. You're the reason that person is dead, because you didn't have the guts to exercise your control and take him out. Uh, Roosevelt took Walker out. You don't have the guts to take this guy out. The, the, the governor can take out a mayor or a district attorney. We have no recall. And uh, I mean, she's on the hook for him. He has he has announced policies that, that in other cities have resulted in record increases in homicide. He's basically a Soros uh, employee. Yeah. yeah, he was. He's one of 27 to 30 DAs elected in the last six years. With with million uh, a dollar plus contributions from George Soros, yep, they're there to disrupt the cities. There's no question. Every single city we're talking about has massive amounts of murder. Now, talk about racist. The people being killed are black people, and Soros's money is funding it. It's as simple as that. And the blacks who don't do anything about it are the ones who are racist. Could not agree more. The And black people do kill black people. I got news for the white folks on 96 and Broadway. Hold up that sign every Friday. It's blacks that kill blacks, not white cops. You know, I do want to ask you, know, when, you, you when you yeah. when you hear when you hear a uh, 100 more murders this year than last year, if it's New York or Philadelphia or Chicago or St. Louis, it's anywhere from seven to eight, uh, eight point five uh, out of ten black. Oh, I know. 
Oh, I know. I know. Listen, I, come on. Come on. I know. And all of the all the attacks on Jews, the attacks on Asians. Uh, we got to stop being honest about these conversations. That's where it's coming from, that community. But I want to ask you about your son. It's important because we need a Republican in that job. And people like Lee Zeldin and people like Estorino. But your son uh, seems to be leading in the early polls. He's been on the show a bunch of times. He has a set just like you. He is fearless. He's not afraid. But he has to go to you for advice. Let's face it, Rudy, you're the greatest mayor in the history of the greatest city in the world. So in those quiet moments when it's Rudy and Andrew talking, what do you tell Andrew to do to separate himself from Lee and Astorino? Well, I tell him to be himself. I mean, Andrew is extraordinarily uh, competent. I mean, he's always been. Uh, he's 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 one of those uh, kids that you really didn't have to do very much for. Hmm. He knows how to he knows how to take care of himself. He knows how to. I mean, he he uh, was self employed as a professional golfer when he was twenty one years old. And he made a living uh, playing golf uh, over in Europe. And he uh, uh, understands politics. I mean, the poor kid was born into it. I was, <laughs> he, he and I were having a conversation about politics the other day. And uh, and, and his wife, uh, Z, was around with the baby and we're petting the baby and we're talking about politics. And some of his people were over my apartment. And I said, Andrew, this is how it happened to you. <laughs> wow, that's true, right? You, you right? That, that, that's a third generation Giuliani, right there, Rudy. Before, before you, before you got to think, there were only two things you heard about: the Yankees, right, and, and <laughs> the politics. That's right. And I knew, I knew uh, you were brainwashed immediately. <laughs> Poor thing. Nobody. But very. Uh, I'll tell you the thing. He is, and I, I like the other people running. They're all friends of mine. Yeah. Uh, Andrew will get it done. He has a he has a um, commitment to completing what he starts. That's that's amazing. Even his even even the, his desire to run would seem like a long shot a year ago. I don't know if you realize this, but I'll I'll tell you this is another strange thing. He sort of took this out of Hillary Clinton's book. He spent all of last year in upstate New York. Right. No, that's why he's. People wonder why is he ahead in the polls. He's spending no money. Okay, it's true, the name, but still, uh, it's a long time ago, and eventually, you know, people start to focus on now, which is what they're doing. Yep. And he's, and he's ahead by 10, 12, 15%. Wow. Wow. And I think the reason is he spent a lot of time in upstate New York, and he's gotten people to see he's his own person. And when they look at him, you know, there's a story, there's a story that um, the head of, the head of uh, ABC – uh, told when he was trying to decide whether to invest in Times Square. He said, Cuomo tried to get me to do it two years ago and told me he was going to clean up Times Square. I didn't believe him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dinkins told me last year that he was going to do it. And I basically left and I was too kind to not laugh at him, but I laughed at him. Right. He said, I looked in your, I looked in Giuliani's eyes. This is a 10 year anniversary of Times Square. I looked in Giuliani's eyes and he said, I said, how do I know if this is going to be safe in a year? I said, because I'm here and I'm going to do it. Wow. He said, I looked at you and I said, holy shit, he's going to do it. <laughs> yeah. And and you did do it. And you did do it. Another, another. Andrew's got the same. He's Andrew's got, got the, the same. same yeah. Thing. He's got the and same the moxie. Needs that. Right yep. now, right now, we need disruptive politicians in the places that are going down. Yeah. You know, kind of, now, whether you like Trump or not personally, right, his personality, you can't say he wasn't a president who shook things up. And got things done. I mean, you look at the list of what he's got done, 
and the things that are going on now, it's a joke. Right. And I'm not talking now about the people who are upset about his personality or the election or anything else. I'm just talking about practical things that he got done. Andrew is one of those kinds of people, which is why he worked for him. And uh, and I'm one of those kinds right. of people. And, you know, you'll find them. There, there are others like that. Uh, but they're reformers and, cha- and people who do ch- are change agents. That's what the state needs now. Uh, needs, I, I totally need agree. Just another Republican governor, just another Democratic governor. Right. It needs somebody we're going to look back on and say, like LaGuardia, that guy really shook things. Oh, I touch. Let's right. take touch. Right. That's a guy who really shook things up. Yep. Not, oh, he was just there. Oh, Ed Koch uh, shook it up for sure. 60 seconds to go. I couldn't agree more. We need somebody to get in there and just just uh, rough people up. I love that. 60 seconds to go, Rudy. You talked about your Yankee fandom. You're also a big-time New York football Giants fan. You're a great sports guy. You and I have had a 1,000 sports conversations over the years. Who does Rudy Giuliani like on Sunday, Super Bowl 56? Uh, how can you not like Cincinnati? Really? I mean, who do I like winning or who do I like? Who do you think is going to win the game? Well, first of all, I'm angry at the game because they have uh, they have uh, Snoop Dogg, uh, Booby Dooby, right. Booby Dooby, whatever the heck his name is, <laughs> who, who hates cops, who hates cops, and, and sang a song about killing cops. And what the heck is wrong with this guy that runs the NFL? He takes the knee. He puts on people who sing about killing cops at a time in which cops are being killed at a record level. But the players aren't responsible for the jerk that runs the place. True. Uh, I would say you got to go with the Ram- the Rams as the team that's going to win. But I'm rooting for the for, for the Bengals. There you go, the underdog. Hey, listen, Rudy, you're so good every time you come on with me and Bernie. You're great every afternoon at three. It well, really it's a big the, deal for us. We love you. Well, it's a big deal for me. I think you guys are the, are the best. Uh, you're certainly the best in the morning. That by far 100. I listen to you when I'm. You know, I've become an expert coffee maker. You'll have to come over and try it. I'd love to. <laughs> I love coffee and myself. I listen to you guys. I listen to you guys on uh, – I love I love when you slightly disagree with each other. Yeah. I think it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, we do that every I now and then. I had dinner with O'Reilly last night, and he, I told him uh, – I told him he gets that big thing, uh, big jump on your show because he's coming on your show. Yes, he does. Oh, were you, were you with Joe Namath too? What? No, no, just uh, uh, Bill. Just Bill, Bill okay. I, oh, so you're in Florida now? You're in Florida? Yeah, I'm in Florida for, uh, until Monday. Okay. Well, we got to run, but I love you. Have a safe trip back. You were brilliant this morning, yeah, folks. You have a great weekend. You That's too. A- Enjoy the game, Rudy. Maybe next week I'll come on and we can discuss the Super Bowl. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get you back next week, folks. That's the great Rudy Giuliani, 3 p.m. every weekday here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Love that guy. If you had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients, and they will be able to help you, but don't take our word for it. Read their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today, 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email them at info at gabolaw.com. That's G-A-B-O-Law.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.